You're listening to Cinema Scene on WGWG.org. I'm Jeff Powell. I'm setting in for Noel Manning this week. And the BFCA scholar, our student scholar, is Mallory Moore. She's in the studio. Welcome. Hi there. Thanks. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, we were yeah. just discussing before hitting the record button what we're going to talk <laughs> about today. And there's a lot going on. Where to start? Where to start? Where would you like to start? Would you like to start with a well, review of a movie you recently saw? Yeah. So um, a few weeks ago, I got to see the new uh, comedy that's uh, been released uh, called Going in Style. Um, it's a remake, actually, of a comedy from 1979. Oh, I remember that one. Well. Yeah, I had never heard of it, actually. But that one had um, George Burns, Art Carney, and Lee Strasberg. So this is a remake um, with Michael Caine, Morgan Freeman, and Alan Arkin. And it's about these three um, three older men who all have some kind of... Something's going wrong in their life. You know, they're not happy... Um, about either financial concerns or family issues. So with all of these things going on, they all decide that they're going to rob a bank together, um, which, of course, It's a big leap to, there. You know, most people don't make that leap. <laughs> yeah, you know, but when you got nothing else to do, right. um, the movie starts out with them getting laid off, and they're, they all work together at the same place. They get laid off. They're pretty angry about that. So it kind of, you know, builds up, and then they just say, hey, got nothing to lose. Let's rob this bank. So, um but, yeah, some other uh, names you might recognize in the movie are uh, Joey King plays um, uh, a granddaughter um, of one of the men. And then Anne Margaret is in it. Um, also some cameos. Christopher Lloyd had a pretty funny role in there. And also uh, one of my SNL favorites, Kenan Thompson. Um, so some a good cast there. And I think that was actually one of the biggest strengths of this uh, comedy was the cast, especially those three leads. Um, oh, yeah. You know, it's... It's always funny to see some these people that have taken on a lot of roles, sometimes really serious things, um, and see them get together and just kind of goof off and take on things like flirting and dating, keeping up with grandkids, um, uh, just fighting with some snobby rich people at the bank and doing silly things like, you know, trying out marijuana, <laughs> that kind of thing. So it was a pretty um, good cast, and I think that kind of really tied it together. So having the, those um, very recognizable faces in it. So, okay, so yeah. you would recommend it if you want a yeah. lighthearted comedy. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, it was lighthearted. It had some nice, I guess, life themes, I guess you would say. Almost kind of, it was It was kind of weird. It was like this mix of a almost corny family movie, mm -hmm. then with a more, you know, serious adult com comedy, which could, I guess, be a weakness of it. You know, it had some moments of, you know, bad language and more adult themes, but then also some very general family feel-good type things. So it was kind of in the middle there um, as far as what type of comedy it was, and that could be seen as a um, a weakness to some people, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. So, You know, I think I would enjoy that film as well. I've not seen mm -hmm. it yet, but I did see the original, really yeah. liked it, and uh, uh, and I like the cast in this new, this remake. Yeah. So I might have to check that out. I might wait for it to come out on Netflix, but yeah. you know, I'll check it out eventually. Uh, what else now? We want to talk about what's coming out uh, soon? Sure, yep. Um, let's see. Uh, coming out this weekend, a couple things, both in wide release and limited release. Um, in wide release, there is a, a thriller um, drama called Unforgettable starring... Rosario Dawson and Katherine Heigl. And this one um, deals with a, a new mother, a stepmother, um, and coming into a family situation. And the 
uh, the girl's biological mother, who's played by Katherine Heigl, and she's the, you know, the ex-wife in this situation, also the biological mother, does not like the idea of this new woman stepping in and taking her role as mother. So things start to get a little, maybe not a little, a lot tense between them. Um, so it's kind of, you know, in that category of movies about, um, you know, women going crazy, um, lots of drama, um, maybe a little horror-esque as well. So that one looks interesting if you're looking for something a little on the more edgier side mm-hmm. or something uh, dramatic, a thriller. Um, and then for a more family-type movie, there is another Disney uh, documentary coming out. Um, if you remember, like, March of the Penguins and these oh, nature yeah, yeah, nature yeah. documentaries. This one's called Born in China. So it's... Um, haven't looked into it much, but it's got some cute pandas on the, on the poster. <laughs> Can't so, um, go wrong with cute pandas. Yeah. So if you, if you liked, you know, the March of the Penguins and... Uh, those type of films this one about animals and nature and things like that so there's that um there's also one and this one's pretty interesting called phoenix forgotten coming out also uh april 21st this weekend um and it's a horror mystery sci-fi type movie and from the trailers it looks very similar to the blair witch project movie it's one of those you know found footage type films um but instead of uh, dealing with witches, it's uh, taking a look at aliens and UFOs um, and some events from Phoenix, Arizona and dealing with that. So I'm not sure how I feel about this one. You know, um, you I've read a lot about when Blair Witch Project came out and um, that something like that hadn't really been done before. So yeah. was, there was this big mystery of, you know, is this really yeah, a tape they found in the woods? Really, a lot of the success of the original Blair Witch was due to some guerrilla marketing, you know, yeah. spreading some stuff out there online to get the rumors going, is this real, is this not real? Yeah, so it was a, you know, huge deal. Um, it was the first of its kind, but this one, it's kind of like, you know, the gimmick is lost almost. So I'll yeah. I'll have to see if, it, if it's any good. But, it, it, you know, from the trailers, it almost looked like it could have been Blair Witch just with mm-hmm. UFOs instead of witches. Instead so of witches. we'll have to see how that one does um, okay. in the box office. Uh-huh. A couple limited releases as well coming out this weekend. Um, there's one called Free Fire. This is produced by Martin Scorsese, well, a name that you know you might recognize. Yes. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Maybe you've heard of him. Uh, crime and thriller action, just a big shootout movie. Um, okay. Takes place in the 1970s um, with two gangs coming together. Um, and it looks like some kind of warehouse or something and they just end up having a big shootout. You know, everyone kind of, everyone has a gun. I think that was one of the taglines. What happens when, when everyone has a gun, a gun, uh, but that's starring, uh, Brie Larson, Army Hammer, um, Cillian Murphy. So what's your take on that? When, when something like that, I mean, it's got a big name, right? It's Mm -hmm. Scorsese. When it comes out in, in limited edition, what's the what's the purpose of that? Do you think it'll be coming out later? You know, in more widespread release. You know, I'm I'm not sure, and I hadn't heard of this until I got on the the release calendar and kind of took a look at things. Um, it might be a marketing thing. They're you know trying to target a certain area. I'm not really sure what the the um, idea is behind doing a limited release, but I guess maybe if it's successful, it'll come out. Um, in a wide release and i'm hoping it will because this one actually looks pretty good so a lot of times the limited release ones 
um, you know, maybe they're independent or yeah. maybe they're not expecting it to do well. But this one looks good and it's got a big name behind mm-hmm. it. So I'm not sure why they would, uh, this would be a limited release. But it does look good if, if it happens to be coming out in a place near you, I would I would check it out. So Sure, probably not yeah. this part of the Carolinas. Yeah, probably <laughs> not. <laughs> um, and then one other um, limited release is uh, The Promise. The Promise, sorry, a historical drama again with some big names behind it. Now, um, I've seen I've seen TV um, yeah trailers for this. Yeah, I've seen this one advertised on um, you know YouTube, and it's weird now they can do movie ads on things like Instagram and yeah. Facebook. You know all the social media apps and things they found ways to advertise yeah. there. So Christian Bale and Oscar Isaac um, in The Promise, which looks like it's going to be pretty good. So The Armenian genocide that took place very early in the 20th mm-hmm. century looks interesting. Yeah. And it's got big names attached to it. Yeah, it does. Um, and then looking ahead um, past this weekend to the summer, there are quite a number of um, franchise films and sequels coming out. Uh, this summer, which is a pretty, you know, popular Happens thing in the for summer. the summer. Yeah. Yep. So in May, um, May 2nd, or not May 2nd, May 5th, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yes, um, I've got to take my daughter. Yep, there's <laughs> been a lot of hype about this. Lots of trailers already. Um, you know, I have to admit, I haven't actually seen the first Guardians of the Galaxy. And there's like five people in the country, and you're one of them. <laughs> hasn't, hasn't seen that. You know, with all these... Um, the Marvel movies, there are so many of them, and they're all connected in some way, either through one character or, mm-hmm. you know, the little scene after the credits. Um, so it's kind of hard to keep up with them, um, but it wasn't something I was interested in when the first one came out. And now that the second one's coming out, I'm kind of rethinking, you know, maybe I should go back and yeah. take a look at that since it is so popular, you know. so It's fun. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately forgettable, in my opinion. <laughs> But really? it's fun, yeah, while mm. you're watching it. And I expect yeah. the same thing from the second mm. one. Well, it's definitely going to do well since it is a franchise movie. It's got so many fans, and it's been advertised well. So um, look for that in May. And then also at the end of May, uh, the f- I think it's the fifth Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Yeah, I've lost count of that one for sure. <laughs> yep, I had to think about it. I'm pretty sure it's the fifth one. Um, Dead Men Tell No Tales. So I'm, I am interested to see how well this one does because the... The first three were great, great um, went to see all of them, you know, it was exciting. And the fourth one came out and it was kind of a, a downer. So I'm not really sure how this fifth one's going right. to do. My take on it, the first one was fantastic. Yeah. N- not any of the other ones. Not any of <laughs> the others. Yeah, um, I guess, you know, the. I think it was the second one that was kind of disappointing. And then they had that third one and you thought, oh, that's a nice tie up to the sequel. Pretty good. And then that fourth one came out, and I kind of thought, well, was that really necessary? Did we need a fourth one? And now there's a fifth one. Yeah, so coming out in May. um, And then in June, we've got uh, Wonder Woman. um, And then some uh, more animated kids-slash-family-type movies. Cars 3 coming out in June. Um, Despicable Me 3, which is another one that I'm interested to see how well it's going to do. Because I really enjoyed the first despicable me it was one of those movies where it's made and marketed for kids but you know it's still hilarious um as a teenager when i saw it um but the second one was kind of a little disappointing so i'm not sure where they're going with this third one it looks like uh grew the main character voiced by steve carell is going to have a brother in it so and they're introducing a new character and i believe Kristen wig will also 
still be in that as the a voice actor for that movie. So and there's a whole group of people. If the minions are in it, and I'm yeah. sure there will be, they'll go see it. Just for yeah, the minions. minions are. They've kind of taken over everything. You know, <laughs> I had a friend um, in high school who said, you know, I don't really understand. They're just little yellow tic tacs with eyes. So, exactly. But um, boy, are they popular. Yeah, you know, and that's another thing that they were a cute, I guess, gimmick for the first movie. Um, really, a new creature. I guess you'd never seen something like mm-hmm. that in a movie before. Mm-hmm. The little language that they have, which is this mix of like gibberish and then some like French and Spanish words in there. It was really interesting, but I'm not sure um, how, if that can continue to be funny or not, especially after the they had their own movie, the Minions movie, which I also wasn't too impressed with. Yeah, Yeah, there's like the one and then a couple more and they've got some shorts out as well, short films. So all kinds of stuff going on with the Despicable Me Mm -hmm. uh, franchise there. And then also in June, another Transformers movie, The Last Night. So things will blow up. Because <laughs> that's will what get happens. Blow up, things will get smashed. <laughs> yep. That's another, you know, one that I've seen a couple of them. It's never something that I felt compelled. Like, I need to sit down and watch all the Transformers no. movies. I'm just not really into these action things. But if you are, and if you like the other ones, there like is a one. Yeah. new one coming out. So something to look for. Um, a couple DVD releases. Um, this past week, the movie Split was released on DVD, mm-hmm. the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah. So if you didn't get a chance to see that in theaters, maybe you could uh, rent it now. It's pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, definitely a different take on the idea of um, uh, a personality disorder. So very interesting movie. And um, James... McAvoy was great in it, so uh, I would recommend it now that it's out on DVD. Um, Also uh, released on April 18th was The Founder, a biopic starring Michael Keaton about the founder of McDonald's. So, and that was one I didn't even hear about it until after it had been released, Um, was not really released um, widely. So maybe if you're interested in biographies, you know, go get some chicken McNuggets, sit yourself down, watch this movie. Um, And then on April 25th, uh, La La Land is coming out on DVD. Um, The not quite best picture winner (laughs) this year, Um, but it did do very well at the Oscars, did very well in theaters. Um, It's gotten a lot of uh, good reviews and um, a lot of good stuff going on with La La Land. So if you haven't seen that, another one I would recommend um, checking out. And you know, um, this was one that people were saying, oh, it's going to get best um, best picture, best writing, best everything, you know, people were really rooting for it. But when I finally uh, sat down and watched it, it was one of those and, you know, maybe people will be mad at me for saying this, but the first hour or so. I was very intrigued. I loved it. I was into it. I thought the music was great. Um, but then around the, I guess, when I got to the second hour, the second half of the film, I kind of thought, you know, this is getting a little predictable here. Um, it was one of those where you, it was a love story, um, and you could kind of predict how things were going to go. There's I think, a formula. Yeah. yeah. Um, when they, the, the couple in the movie has a fight, I thought, you know, I could have told you that this was coming around this time. Um, but I th- I think they kind of redeemed it with the end a little bit. They did take a different spin on the ending. And I also, 
of course, appreciated the fact that it is a tribute to old Hollywood musicals, mm-hmm. which I grew up loving, so I did like that aspect of it. So it wasn't quite what I thought it would be when I finally watched it, but it is worth watching, so check that out. Um, release uh, coming out on April 25th on DVD. Um, and now that's kind of the... That's our summer preview. Yep, summer preview. Um, so for the box office this past weekend, Easter weekend, a couple, well actually just one new movie that made the top ten list um, that was in its first week, The Fate of the Furious. This oh, is yeah. the eighth in the Fast and the Furious um, franchise. And based on what I've said about, you know, Transformers and the Marvel movies, you can probably predict that I haven't really been into this franchise either. Full disclosure, I haven't seen any of these movies. Really? All right. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm not, not the one. only one this time. Mm-mm. But yeah, it's a action um, thriller type uh, series. And I'm, you know, surprised this is the eighth one. And we've been saying, you know, sometimes sequels don't do as well. Sometimes they're disappointing. I don't know about these because I haven't seen any of them. But it looks like the general population really liked it since it hit the number one spot um, for the U.S. box office. Mm-hmm. So check that out. Still in theaters. Um, in the number two spot, The Boss Baby, which is in its third week. Um, animated. First two weeks it was number one. Yeah, which yeah. I was really surprised by that. Yeah. I did not see this as one that would do so well. Um it's an animated um, movie, I believe, starring Alec Baldwin um, as the the voice actor there. So, yep, doing still doing pretty well in its third week. A number two on the the box office list, and then number three, no surprise here either, Beauty and the Beast um, in its fifth week. Um, and then we've got another. This is definitely a surprise in the number four spot, The Smurfs. The Lost Village. Didn't Never, know there was a Smurf movie coming either. out. Didn't <laughs> either. Um, did not know that. And I definitely didn't see that one making the top ten list, let alone taking the number four spot. Mm-hmm. That was another one where I took a quick glance at the release calendar and I said, oh, okay, another Smurfs movie. Probably just going to, you know, go right to DVD release in a couple weeks. But clearly, you know, people are enjoying it. So, um if you like the Smurfs, if your kids like the Smurfs, that's out in theaters now doing pretty well. And then um, number five spot in its second week, the movie we just talked about, Going in Style, doing pretty well. At number six, we have a drama called Gifted, which looked pretty interesting to me. I haven't had the chance to really look into it, but it's about a single father who is raising a um, very educationally um intellectually gifted child almost a you know a prodigy Mm -hmm. child and he gets into a custody battle for um for his daughter so looks like an interesting drama um audiences seem to like it it's at number six and then the number seven spot uh this one has been here the longest it looks like the uh horror thriller movie get out um it's in its eighth week and it's taken the number seven spot on here. I haven't seen it yet, um, and I'm very intrigued by it. The uh, director of it is someone who, in the past, has mostly done comedy. So oh, well, um, this is not a comedy. Yeah, no, I was. I do understand. I've heard a lot of students on campus talking about seeing this movie. Yeah, and um, 
there, there are some humorous elements to it, even though the hmm. subject matter is not humorous. Yeah, so I wonder if it's, the director's name is uh, Jordan Peele. So he's, you know, been known for some short comedy sketches and things. Um, and I wonder if it's more of a dark humor type thing. I'm yeah. not sure, no, but I it looks it. very interesting and a certainly a different take on some um, hot topic issues today. So that um, still doing well, even in its eighth week. So you can check that out. Um, and then another surprise, uh, Power Rangers. Um, a lot franchise. of kids movies. A lot of yeah, kids movies. That's true. A lot of kids movies now. And then even looking forward into the summer with like the Despicable Me and mm-hmm. the Cars things. Lots of kids movies doing well right now. Um, another one that I hadn't really paid attention to. It wasn't on my radar, but it's doing well. Um, and then at number nine, we've got a new film. It's in its second week, a drama called The Case for Christ, which is a faith-based film. Um, I believe it comes from the same uh, creators and producers as the the God's Not Dead movies. Okay. Um, so this one is about a reporter who sets out to, as the title says, uh, make the case for Christ. So um, if you're looking for, you know, a family, faith-based type thing, looks like a good one, and it's done pretty well. And then in number 10, um, another one that's been there a while, and it's six-week, Kong Skull Island, which I got the chance to review with you a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. when I saw it. So another uh, action-type movie that is still doing pretty well in um, its six-week of release. So those are your top 10 for the U.S. box office for Easter weekend. Now, one thing that has a lot of buzz, I've seen it, and a lot of people are talking about it, and you don't normally see this kind of buzz over uh, an advanced trailer, but the new Star Wars trailer's out. Yeah, that came out, or that was released um, this past week, and there's a lot of, um, you know, speculation. People are already coming up with a lot of fan theories, Um, and I, you know, I watched the trailer, and it doesn't give away, you know, that much as to what's going to go on in this. It's a lot of just shots of an object and voiceovers and stuff, but people are, you know, going crazy trying to figure out frame by frame. Yeah. What's (laughs) going to happen in this. But I, I kind of like, especially with these franchise films, I kind of like to be surprised. Mm -hmm. Um, if it's something that I am pretty invested in, you know, I grew up watching star Wars Mm -hmm. and unlike a lot of these other things, like the Marvel movies, um, that, Fast and the Furious, you know, this is something that I actually find, you know, really interesting. I really like the Star Wars movies, so I kind of am wanting to be surprised by mm-hmm. it. So I'm kind of trying to avoid all the um, the fan theories yes. being released because spoiler, alerts. you never know who's going to be right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, exactly. So yeah, that was that's something you can um, check out. And you know, I'm always actually surprised by the number of people that say they have never seen a Star Wars film because um, I can remember, you know, being four or five years old and my parents pulling out our VHS of A New Hope and showing it to me for the first time. And it's just one of those movies that I grew up with and that I'd watch all the time as a kid, even though I wasn't really into sci-fi or um, action movies. It's just something that's always, Mm -hmm. you know, been there. So when people say they've never seen a single Star Wars, I'm like, huh, interesting. But that's probably what they think of me when I say I'm not really into the Marvel franchise. So. But yeah, um, this might be a good time to jump on that fandom if you've never seen a Star Wars film. So, But the the new film is called The Last Jedi, and it's coming out this December, December 2017. 
So, and it'll be the um, eighth? eighth, yeah, eighth film. Not um, counting Rogue One. Yeah, not counting Rogue One, and then like the animated. Um, don't count that Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Don't count that. that. There's all that stuff out there. Yes. You yes. know, actually, though, I I enjoyed Rogue One more than I enjoyed the um, the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. So even though it's not, I guess, an official um, part of the the series, it's kind of a spinoff that's the word i'm looking mm, for it's a, a spinoff kind of movie a standalone, yeah, yeah um i actually enjoyed it a little more than the i enjoyed it except for one thing when i watch star wars films it's not to see a bummer ending yeah <laughs> and even though you kind of knew mm-hmm. if you if like like you i followed a lot of star wars movies and mm-hmm. so you kind of knew already what had, what had to happen but it it's kind of a bummer ending without, yeah. you know, without going into too many spoilers here. It it was a disappointing ending, which I guess is what makes it a standalone. Yeah, exactly. You know, they can't really do much with it after that. Nope. Um, but it did, you know, nicely tie the um, older and newer yeah. movies together. Yeah, I enjoyed so. it. I enjoyed yeah. it. Okay, well, that's it for this week's Cinema mm-hmm. Scene. Mallory, thanks for joining us, our Thank BFCA you. scholar. And uh, tune in next week and check us out on all your uh, podcast uh, outlets and all the wgwg.org sites. I think I said or, but or could be the word. <laughs> if you've got any comments or questions for us, you can reach us at info, I-N-F-O, at wgwg.org.